Welcome to the Mental Health and You podcast. This podcast brings you information and advice from across the Norfolk and Suffolk NHS Foundation Trust, with a range of teams, services and those who use them, sharing their experiences and wisdom with us every fortnight. Hello, we are People Participate from ENSFT and today we are talking about social media and how it can affect mental health. I'm going to start with the fact that social media has really affected me personally recently due to the fact that people think that it's okay to comment online and hide behind a screen which in actual fact doesn't help being on the receiving end and the giving end of that stuff is of it's yeah it's not great um also this can be triggering to some people so please watch at your own expense would anyone else like to add something i do use social media i engage with it i enjoy it but i tend to literally just engage with it when I say get a notification come up or whatever and then just look at what I want to see and then come away but my I would say my experience and what is what I have allowed to affect my mental health more has been because I have physical disabilities I went through and and a bit of a weird brain I, I don't I don't I, I um probably don't really maybe think in a in the same way that you would expect people to think I guess but because of that I went through through for interest sake I went through a phase a few years ago of reading a lot of disability media and watching a lot of fictional portrayals of disability on TV and there are also um, non-fiction portrayals on TV that are very exaggerated and doing that was a big 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 mistake because I now have the facts or portrayals to look at and go oh my god please tell me that isn't me or going to be me and that then results in me not doing things that I know or used to result in me not doing things that I know will keep my mental health okay because I then look at those things and think, are you weak? Are they coping mechanisms? Are they disability mechanisms? All because I've read or watched something that is a complete and utter exaggeration or a fact that I've blown up massive in my head. Thankfully, now I'm actually getting the confidence back to go, do you know what? I need to do this to be okay, whether that's because that's disabled okay or mentally okay, I need to do it to be okay, full stop. 
and I feel a lot better for it. It's very, very um, candid of you to be that open. And adding to that, I would say that social media almost like portrays an overly positive picture of people's lives. And I think unless you know that person in the flesh, you can inadvertently compare yourself to other people around you and think, oh, should I be doing this? Or should I be doing that? And it's got to the point for me that I've decided that I've just had enough and and I've 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 completely switched off my social media accounts because I, I find it too much and I can't get that healthy balance otherwise. And it's it's really difficult. So I I completely agree with the points like you raised. It's that whole culture of wannabe versus gotta be, isn't it? And it's in Definitely. your hand literally all the time. Definitely. I couldn't agree more. I'm not gonna lie and say that it is easy to get rid of social media. Because believe me, I've tried. But having a partner that lives a while away from me, there's no other way for me to speak to her. So that's probably one of the main reasons why I use it. But while you guys were talking, I just realised I was on my phone um, and checking my social media because it's it's an addiction and something that I don't realise. And I suppose it can be a good thing finding out what's happening and what people are doing. But it's only if you're using it correctly and not overusing it or following people that can make you feel bad about yourself or about your situation. I know that with social media it can also affect you negatively through talking to people that aren't very nice to you. Like I said a few, well it was last week, um, something happened and I became very low and I have a problem with differentiating the difference between real and fake. So I believed everything they told me, which was a really bad idea. And um, unfortunately, some things happened, but I'm good now and I'm getting there. But I just think that we need to be really careful online. And especially nowadays, my sister, she's 10 and she has a phone. I think we need to be really careful about what we put online and things that we share like eating disorders, suicidal thoughts, self-harm. That should be private. That shouldn't be something you share for the world to see. I get recovering from an eating disorder, recovering from self-harm, suicidal thoughts. Yes, that's great. Share that, please. But don't share the fact that you are actively self-harming and showing it, that you are giving people ideas on how to hurt yourself or commit suicide or showing how people how to restrict and diet and lose weight. I think that's really damaging for the people nowadays and, well, younger generations as well. I agree. And I, because I think I read a statistic, either read or heard a statistic that said that so many um, young people will be shown distressing content on social media 
based on their um, distressing, uh, based on their activity about once a week. And that's really sad because they could have looked at something completely innocent and then end up looking at something that literally leaves a massive scar on that. That's just not fair. I feel like as well, social media, obviously, um, with the data it uses, it it picks up on on previous searches that that you've done. So if you've privately searched something that maybe could damage or affect your mental health negatively, it's gonna it's gonna just automatically appear on your social media, and that that can really badly affect people because it's coming up without your choice. So if you're looking up maybe how to lose weight or or eating healthily and then something comes up on your social media about it it could it could put you into a downward spiral really and people use social media as a platform to say things that they would never even consider saying saying in person um because they haven't got that face to face and like some people in the chat were saying that the problem with social media is that most of your friends on social media you, you've never met and they're not your real friends and they're never going to be your real friends and that that gives them the opportunity to say what they like and and it's like they're talking to a screen so they they don't understand the impact that's having to the person on the other side but I think it can be really damaging to people um, in that sense that that the media just sort of forces these things upon us when when actually we haven't wanted that and that can that can really affect how you're feeling at the time. That's a fair point, actually, because I don't actually contact my closest friends. I don't actually really contact through social media. I tend to contact them via text and WhatsApp. I don't, I don't know why. It just feels a bit more personal, I guess, because then it is private between us there. As you, as you put it, real my real friends, my closest friends. That's why, I guess. But I think the other issue I've had is, again, with people who I know, not so, and again, not so much social media, but people who I, who I know who I've spoken to in the moment where they are living this uber perfect positive life and i come away from that thinking what on earth have i done that i'm not living that life i'm disgusting and i've got rid of those people out of my life now they are toxic they are gone and i'm not disgusting my experience with social media has been quite damaging over the years I probably first got social media when I was like nine or ten um my parents were quite strict with it so I would like secretly go on um different apps that I probably shouldn't have been on and I've been exposed to things that were detrimental to my mental health and growing up and very unhealthy things as well um I have been exposed to visual self-harm on social media. 
I've been exposed to people um, having conversations about dieting and restricting, visual images of people with emaciated bodies. And nowadays, um, TikTok and Instagram definitely shows a lot of the dark side of the internet and a lot of things are um you get like a film over the image or video that you have to click to open to watch it if it's something that might be distressing or something that the app doesn't like but it kind of doesn't um go past all of the uh what's the word like barriers to like get taken down um but it's just been really damaging for me and I have ended up being a contributor to some of that damaging stuff that gets put out on the internet as well and it's sad that really poorly people do end up putting poorly content out onto the internet because someone just wants something to relate to and sometimes unfortunately that's something that's not going to be helpful or healthy and just my experience has not always been very good on social media and there's a lot of good things about it but there's a lot of dark things about the internet as well that are on apps such as like Instagram, TikTok, Facebook it's not like the dark web or anything I don't I don't know how how people get on that or I'm not talking about that I'm just talking about things that get on like everyday platforms I have heard that there's particularly mean streak to TikTok nowadays I mean I, I don't really because I, I do use it but as I literally just look at like I follow two accounts on tiktok which are things that are, which are things that are very special and personal to me and i literally only bother with that and then i just come away yeah i think a lot of people post things anonymously as well so basically one time I'd been posting things anonymously and someone that I didn't know found my Facebook and started telling my family and people I worked with and people on my friends list what sort of things I was posting on the internet and one it was an eye-opener to maybe some of the things what I was posting probably could have been toned down a bit or like made me realize that some of those things weren't healthy but then number two that was like really triggering for me as well because someone had gone out of their way to to contact people that I know in real life and it was just really scary and it made me like private my account and like panic because a lot of people when they have anonymous accounts they post publicly but also people have private accounts that only like uh what's what's the word like people with accounts that are like theirs like mutual accounts get accepted into the 
private accounts I don't know it's all messy social media is so messy and if you're not on the good happy side and healthy side of social media it is just quite a very damaging place and it's very damaging for children as well which is why apps like TikTok have age restrictions from like 13 like you can't you're not supposed to have a TikTok account if you're under 13 because you could be exposed to unhealthy, unhelpful, harmful content. Um, I basically just wanted to build on the point talking about how difficult it is to delete social media or remove yourself from such a to- toxic environment. Even when you have acknowledged how toxic it is, it is like how someone already said, it is quite addictive. And I was also thinking just social media in general is such a key part of our social lives in this day and age. And by removing yourself completely off of all social media, you're just you're really just restricting yourself socially. And that's excluding all like the damaging content that is put up online. But yeah, I just in being socially isolated in itself is something that can really bring people down and cause other issues. And then the other point I wanted to make was to look on the other side of things and talk about the the healthy content to do with mental health that is also on social media instead of because I know we, we look at the bad quite a lot but I also did want to just highlight the the good and the healthy coping mechanisms and how certain influences have like really helped me personally and probably a lot of other people. The point you mentioned about social media being such a big part of our lives um, which is so true because everybody's on it more than ever at the minute and some people are saying in the chat that the, the, the problem is that mental health is also a humongous part of everybody's life lives and that's that's a good thing we want to promote mental health but the mix of having social media and mental health as such a big part of our lives is 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 partly of what's causing the problem it it is a bit of a a double-edged sword really isn't it because it it connects us all I mean we all probably wouldn't we we all wouldn't be here today without social media and I know this group has helped me a lot as well and it, it does bring people with things in common such as mental health issues and different struggles together yeah but then there's the damaging content yeah I think it's just trying to get on the right side of social media like some other people were saying before and and if you get on the wrong side then then it can make things really difficult for you and yeah and sometimes it's not hard to get on the wrong side though is it no, I mean, I, I remember it's just, not hard at all. No, I mean, I remember just being like 13 and getting an Instagram account for the first time and just within weeks being exposed to just graphic images. Of, yeah. of, or even like big social media accounts like influencers when they ha- they're heavily edited their pictures, yeah. they can give like children insecurities that don't need to exist because it's from edited pictures like people with clear skin or people that have edited the shape of their bodies and things like that yeah it just sets such an unrealistic standard doesn't it 
I think that happens from such an early age as well like even without the social media side of it and more onto like even just adverts I mean that's that's part of the media but but like people were saying in in the group and on the chat that that social media and and games and adverts they are mostly related to to weight loss and and those people in those adverts can can be really skinny or or make being overweight seem like a really negative thing and that puts that that sort of idea in in such a young person's head that by the time you're at the age where you can legally use social media you've already got that idea in your head and and then and then you get onto social media and people are editing photos and using filters and making them seem like this really skinny perfect life person and I think that can can have such a negative impact I think it definitely has on me and I'm I'm sure it sadly has a on a lot of people but you sort of just um physical is it sometimes it's it can even be social I mean you look at what everyone who you say go to school with or you work with all together and you're not there and then you get that sense of oh they didn't even want me there and then that yeah personally would make me spiral and there's another problem you know yeah definitely I think social media is just a platform of of competitiveness in a way that people just compete for for having the best life when actually that's unrealistic but if anyone else wants to contribute then then feel free (laughs) I think a lot of it is to try and tackle personal loneliness as well people join communities within social media whether that be healthy or unhealthy just to not feel alone because a lot of people don't have a lot of friendships in their real life and they seek friendships online make online friends join online communities to have a sense of friendship because I know from my experience I've definitely found some friendships that I've made over the years online not friends with them anymore some I'm friends with still but that made me feel less lonely in this world because I found it difficult before to make friends or keep friends in real life and I struggle with loneliness and I feel like that's why I use social media a lot as well to try and feel less alone because the internet is like a whole world of itself because you've got like the real world and then the online world no yeah I agree um unfortunately though there's a there's a really difficult thing with realizing if they're actually decent friends or not because I had a lot of online friends but it turns out they were just promoting my bad habits and mental health habits so that's something that we really have to be careful of because we can be very vulnerable on the internet we can take things different ways they've been said and typed out I just I think that that's something everyone should be really careful of. To relate to the point about um, positive influences um, ironically the person that has, has helped me one of the, the people that sort of outside of my the one person that as uh, I have you know sort of taken inspiration from to recover to to get my mental health back is 
not a mental health influencer, but a massive star online and, and would actually ironically say that it's toxic. And it, 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 it's and adverts as well. Adverts is another one. And for me, it's disability adverts, the um, like the charity appeal adverts, because everything it's either negative, 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 or it's this approach has changed my life. And it's never the approach, the approach that they show in these adverts is never the approach that actually for me works. Yeah, um, I think that like, like on that point, I think that it's really important that you sort of that we understand that negative portrayal of disability and how that impacts on young disabled people um I think that it can really impact someone's mental health if there's so, so much sort of social media around disability being a negative thing all the time then that can yeah. make people feel bad about themselves can't it that is the thing it's but it's the over positive that does it to me as well because there's <laughs> you know I, I see these adverts and these stories and it's like oh it, and it's the cute little child and it's like this is my new aid it's changed my life and I'm sat there and I'm thinking I've got the same aid and it has not changed my life I'm ungrateful but I'm not, I just have different needs to the person in the advert. But because those adverts are always, and actually there is a campaign going around at the minute that looks, that shows the approach that I like specifically that works for me. It shows the person in the advert being scared of that very approach and to me it's like well that works for me i'm obviously ungrateful because i don't want all these flashy aids and flashy apps because the only thing that properly the one thing that properly works for me is to have a simple aid and somebody around who i trust who can help me to manage my disability and my mental health properly because they know me and yet that approach in the media is so frowned upon i feel like like going on from that as one final point is that social media only portrays the best days they don't they don't people don't usually post when when they're just having an ordinary day or maybe a bad day they post when they're having the best day but because that's all we ever see on social media it's like we compare ourselves and think blimey I'm having such a bad day and all these people are doing all these exciting things but actually it's just they're having a good day and that's why they've posted it and and they wouldn't be posting it if they just had a normal day because nobody would like the post and 
and that's what people care about validation and and getting the most likes when actually it shouldn't be important because you don't again you don't know these people but going back to a previous point about TikTok um, someone has mentioned in the chat that actually we need to educate young people which is so important and look around the idea of consent and and certain cases that have happened on TikTok have have really emphasized this point of educating people as a young age is is really important but um i think that everybody's points have been so incredibly strong and and true and social media can be a great thing but it obviously can also be really harmful but yeah that's that's everything that that i've got to say but i hope i've uh, expressed everybody's points well no yeah you have definitely so there will be a part two because i feel like we could talk about this for hours thanks for listening please subscribe to make sure you don't miss a future episode let us know what you thought of this episode by reaching out on social media if you haven't already listen back to previous episodes to hear some of the best mental health advice for you